I'm sorry. I don't want to be a, an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder, don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate, only the unloved hate, the unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. The power to create machines, the power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world, that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason, a world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! <laughs> okay, welcome back to another episode um for those tuning in just now this is another episode of rebel radio america okay that is from an old movie um so i think 
I don't there's not copyright so I can use it um that's why last time also used like classical music I like maybe some violin some some but no there's important stuff to get into like uh, as far as the news goes because that's our segment uh I'll try to be as quick as possible just run down the list and then um cover that in detail uh later like later on so um okay so we have this um i mean there's so much controversy around trump it's just where do you start you know like um uh there's there's the fact that the um uh, the house has they they held um a bar and they they held like criminal accountability you know like cuz the FBI did arrest and um like indict like like over a dozen individuals i think like sentences were handed down um like if we go to the timeline real quick of uh Trump associates uh uh serving time because of like money laundering and and just just all kinds of stuff like it, it's incredible um so first up just to put it in context like it's not me saying it's the FBI saying it's the DOJ saying okay they believe that uh Dan candidate candidate um they believe that that the candidate Donald Trump you know um had uh, misappropriated the funds of campaign finance laws and all that stuff right so there was like from the start there was hush money to so that during the election uh Stormy Daniels and these other women wouldn't come out during the election and you know so they had uh non-disclosure agreements and then so that's where the um and then Michael Cohen comes in and they grab him like he starts getting like his lawyer was in the background but then he came in the forefront so it was Michael Cohen then it was like this whole Stormy Daniels stuff uh the affairs you know while he was married while all this stuff's going on you know so the FBI most importantly you know uh the Robert Mueller investigation um from the beginning you know it was all all like uh you know it was all a shit show you know but just covering just backtracking um on the Trump Russia investigation um so if we if you look at the timeline like just real quick like um it's just um why why this cuz they they behave like they're mad guilty you know like um like and I, and it goes all the way back to when Trump was in real estate, you know. Uh Trump came out of the real estate, you know. He was in debt and but funny thing, his money wasn't coming from America, you know. He had some deal with the British uh and Germans uh and that money, you know, they say it went all the way like back to the night like like 90s, you know, like that they forget like and then so anything Trump does basically blows up in his face like he had a lot of bad deals. He made he lost money on a casino, you know. Uh he lost money on like on real estate, you know. He's supposed to be like this like guy that just wins and then from the beginning like he was in deep trouble, you know. Even uh his son-in-law, uh Jared Kushner, he made a bad deal and then they're in the red, you know. Uh so they're going to Saudi Arabia. They're like buddying up to like, you know, that's why the lines get blurred, you know, the Trump organization itself is, like, to the highest bidder, you know, they they kind of let themselves be influenced by Saudi money, and then they drive policy towards that, you know, um, real, real shit, like, they, Saudi Arabia says, 
oh, we don't like Iran. So now they make a policy uh, against Iran. And this is why one of the things I will talk discuss in depth later. But um, it's all coming like to, to a constitutional crisis, really, because they want to impeach him. Um, uh, because he's just unfit for office. You know, all the candidates, all the, the Democrats are really going to be gunning for him. Uh, it's going to be a tough 2020 um, cycle. You know, uh, it, it's just everything's going to blow up in his face. Like, they're just going to harp on the fact about the Russia investigation. They're going to bring up how his former campaign advisors are not con- ex-convicts, you know, or they're, they, like, have, a cr- like, a criminal, like, record, you know, like, the FBI investigated them, and, um, like, you know, the deputy chair, like, like, look, Michael Cohen was a Republican chairman of the, DNA, uh, the RNC, right, uh, this is facts, like, if you look up, my, these people don't know, like, because they don't, he resigned as soon as, um, Shit hit the fan, right? Like, okay, so if you look up um, RNC, like type in Michael Cohen, RNC, right? Michael Cohen resigns from RNC committee post. He was the chairman. Um, he was Donald Trump's former personal attorney. Uh, he was deputy finance chair of the RNC. You know, like, you can't get any more fucking uh, GOP than that or whatever. Um, so, so get that. So get that. Now get this, um, everything is just so com- like so diluted from the fact that, um, uh, Comey, right, like the FBI director, he had a, uh, Trump had him fired, right, because he put him, uh, he he put he had a conversation in private with uh Comey and basically like wanted to see if he was loyal to Trump, like t- Trump was like like you know are you with me you know kind of had that conversation where. He wrote in a memo that he was uncomfortable. Like he felt like, uh, he was like it was like a test. Like Trump was seeing how loyal he was, and when he didn't jump, you know, like he had him fired. But that was only after, uh, he he went he went out had a a whole press conference. They had a whole press conference around the fact that there was an investigation on Hillary Clinton, and then all at the same time, uh, Trump was saying that Obama and Hillary had him wiretapped, and this was like a like a whole the whole time they're saying the emails were scrubbed they're saying that uh Seth Rich was assassinated they were saying that like you know and this all supposedly connected um the fact that Comey got fired and the fact that Michael Cohen resigned um so you had all these good things going on then fast forward a little bit okay then they, they um indict uh was the guy um um when the FBI raided and searched his house, you know, uh, Michael Cohen's house, and and they just they they got him. He was forced to release audio of uh, Trump uh, uh, setting up a company to um, front money, like basically like use a company just for the fact to have a check made out to the uh, women that that he had affairs with, right? Um, like um, so yeah, so. If that's not bad enough for a president to be caught in an affair during an election uh, cycle, uh, there is a thing about the the Hollywood tapes, you know, the 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 misogynist, you know, and then Trump back uh, uh, defends himself. Like Trump goes out and gets the women that Bill Clinton had affairs with, 
and um, accused of rape and sexual assault, right? So he brings him out to stage, um, and then Bill Clinton, the look on his face, right? Like, that was epic, too. So never in America, like, he, the highest office, you know, the presidential office, right? The, Hillary's up there. Uh, Donald Trump's up there. They're hurling insults at each other, right? Like, you're the puppet. No, you're the puppet, you know, like, like, uh, you're a puppet and like, you just, you saw it, you know, like, it was getting crazy, you know, like, all the insults, all the, the talking down, all the bullying, all the, uh, just, like, craziness with this whole, like, on both sides, they were both guilty of, like, uh, you know, the pizza gate, you know, the emails, like, every, cause the, what the emails revealed, the email revealed that, um, it was so damning, Right, not the fact that it was a private server, not the fact that it was hacked by the Russians and then uh, sent out to uh, Julian Assange and the WikiLeaks uh, for Trump to just blow it like 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 rub it in their face. Right, it was not that it was like the October surprise, whatever, a month before the election. It's not so bad that the Russians and WikiLeaks got involved in all this mess. Um, the fact that Facebook and Cambridge Analytica were right there. Um, and people's millions of people consumer data and personal information got it compromised all this now how was it that they were able to um, meddle in the elections using Facebook using uh, a British uh, third-party company uh, to gather people's information and put out on their Facebook feeds an echo chamber for Trump for um, the right you know so there's that that just cut like that's just the first layer of what, what it's known out there just in the timetable right during the elections right uh uh so the FBI arrests like a dozen people in its inner circle um they're doing a time like like who who's the guy that uh, was arrested and sentenced uh FBI arrest Trump um and they're trying to say they're low level people like there's they're just not <laughs> how are you going to tell me like like you could look up look um former office like campaign former campaign manager like and they're just like turning the blind eye like they had meeting with they they caught him bro like they're pictured outside the fucking building uh they were meeting with like front for the uh KGB you know the they're meeting with Russians uh his sons like, you know, like, they're indicting people. Like, Roger Stone is uh, going to court. Roger Stone, a uh, longtime friend of Trump, right? Um, like, so his house was raided in the morning. Like, just crack it down. CNN, outside. Um, they read the they, they SWAT team his house. They confiscate phones. You know, and he had some criminating stuff. Because it's a simple fact. He had, like, multiple phones. Like, he had a bunch of, like, like... Like, you know, it was just something out of a movie. Like, he, he was as guilty as sin, right? Uh, this Roger Stone dude uh, swearing that he had nothing to do with Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. And there's a whole investigation. Um, so there's that. So he was on obstruction. They had a grand jury. Um, I mean, they had called him up to a committee, like, multiple times, multiple hearings. Um, to, uh, dude, like, bro, like, okay, so... Rewind that. In the first month of his presidency, this is after election. We covered that a little bit. Um, 
in the first month of his election, uh, you had Michael, like, who was it? Um, his d- director, or no, who was it? Um, this Flynn character. Uh, Flynn, right? Um, he made a deal, right? Uh, with the judge. Uh, he had a... Uh, he was like a foreign agent because like he left uh he left government then was invited back uh for trump um so michael flynn right they're saying how do you get his money that he had uh even uh he took a trip to uh turkey and he was like liaisoning or he was doing some like working with a firm or they had like millions of dollars just like money right um he he's one of the most talked about people um but in fact he had to resign because he didn't fess up that he had like simple phone call conversations right like he lied about um to the chief of staff about having conversations with like russian officials during the um the, the first like um it was crazy it was crazy like like from the get go um everything was messed up right they they immediately saw a way in, uh, enemies to Trump just like went all in like so, when Michael Flynn, um, I think he made it he made a deal. Um, let's see what that entails. Okay, uh, so this is back. Okay, so that was uh, Donald Trump's former national security national security advisor. Like, this is not a small dude. Like, like he was a, the national security advisor for Trump. Like, you know, and he made a deal. Uh, what a plea deal means is that like you take a single count, uh, you know, and 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 now he's a convicted felon. So, from the get go, right? And then they had the Michael Cohen thing, and then you had the the you know, the latest Roger Stone, you know, so, uh, I think they had, like, 30 indictments, bro, like, they had an amazing amount of, like, evidence, um, I can't think of the other guy, what was the other guy, um, Trump, um, former campaign communications director, no, this was Trump's former campaign Chairman. Twenty sixteen. Like just cause, no, it was like four months before the end of the election. Paul Manafort, that scumbag, that dude, uh is like a mafio mafiosi, right? Like that fool, like from Panama to wherever you'd like, like that dude, uh just a bad apple, right? Um. And he's doing time. Like, if they were friends before, they're enemies now because they're sitting in, in the cell. Um, so, an unsavory individual because of what he did, you know, like, um, he, he's a type of millions where he just lives extravagant, like, like the, just in paintings alone, just to hide his money, how they do it, you know, um, how they lie, tax evasion, um, like, Manafort is just, well, you know. So here's a, a timeline for you. Okay. 
So Manafort joined the Trump campaign in March 2016. Republican convention, all that. Um, and he had contacts that Trump valued, right? He was uh, garnering millions uh, of votes um, or whatever. Like, he was just um, a political establishment, dude. Like, they, he hadn't been known in circles, right? Um, so they brought him on. Um, so he's promoted to campaign chairman, uh, taking full command. And then, knowing he started out in Bannon, you know, because, you know, it whoa, it's just a whole mess there, but then fast forward to June twenty sixteen, right? Uh, there's tensions. There had like, there were like, um, the famous uh, palace intrigue. There were like, uh, in the White House. Uh, I mean, there were like in in during this time, there's a lot of tensions. They were like, um, you know, yelling at each other, shouting at uh, shouting matches. You know, they were just like, uh, it was just crazy, like. The Trump family and everybody was just like, one thing had led to another, uh, so they don't even know what was the clear uh, clear case. They were just know that initially they were like, uh, I don't know. They were just falling out, and then there was like, they just wanted like, um, I don't know something that that happened there. I'm not sure, but something about the the Ukrainians. So okay, this is important. Uh, it appears that the that there was like um, Ukrainian, Ukrainian money, uh, some oligarchs and shit, uh, off the books payments and cash, uh, to work for Ukraine or the Russians or some shit like that. Um, just okay. So he's basically a foreign agent, right? So they look at his money, where it's coming from. Like, how do you live like that? Um, you know, so. So it was crazy. So, uh, Paul Manafort, the infamous, like situation there. Um, Robert Mueller, uh, said he was lying. Like he, they gave him a deal at first, but then he was such a liar that they had to throw it out. Like they would have got Trump. Like they would have. Like Trump would have been gone. You know, like had Paul Manafort stuck to the deal, and now they wouldn't have gotten Roger Stone, and they wouldn't like because they they still like. We're trying to really fish here, you know, but um, yeah, Paul Manafort, um, uh, he he uh, he's still going like trying to get him on other charges, um, and this just happened. Um, he Paul Manafort has not been sentenced. He just um, he had he gone through the whole like they threw away his testimony. They just tying the knot here really um so I don't wonder what he was charged with specifically um indictments and charges he laundered more than 18 million dollars right for the the pro a pro-russian Ukrainian firm uh and shit like that so that's fucked up right right so the links between Trump associates and Russian officials, they were having meetings on how to get dirt on Hillary Clinton, which leads to the hacking of the the Democratic uh, National Convention, the servers, and how when they exposed uh, uh, Podesta, you know, if you look at 
Podesta uh, being... Oh, man. Okay, so then you have Podesta. God damn it. Uh, this is... You can't make this shit up. <laughs> okay, so Podesta got himself uh, hacked because he opened an email, right? Like, hackers, he opened an uh, email thinking it was, like, an uh, inner, like, sanctum fucking, like... It was just, like, a routine email he just opened up, right? I was like, oh, you have to reset your path. He thought it was an internal security uh, protocol, but it wasn't. Uh, they had used, like, some fuck shit that make it look, like, similar. Like, it was, like, almost indistinguishable. So, and, and yeah, for those of you that know, Podesta, Hillary Clinton camp, like, way, like, in there, there right? Um, so, you look, Podesta and Pizzagate, right? Because... Unfortunately, you know, it's what's long been suspected uh, that there were like, um, you know, the the victimization of minors, you know, um, they would use uh, code words to like, okay, the kids are in the pool, meaning that they have kids, uh, you know, waiting to be, you know, uh, taken advantage of, you know, like, um, so when I don't know why these people, they're just, it's just crazy. It's, it's, it's. It's it's painful really, to like know this shit, but then it comes out with the Epstein, and with the, uh, everything right, so, yeah, they victimize kids on the regular, bro. It's like pizza. That's why they call it Pizzagate. They call it kids pizza or the kids in the pool or, uh, the play date, is set up and they really like, they they take these kids and they brutalize them or whatever, and then, like and they discard them, you know, um. It, it it's it's funny how like um it was supposed to be like a an operation coming out of a pizza place but really it's cuz one of the things that that was a code like the pizza place the pizza place like they just they they used the code to they say call it a conspiracy theory right still even after they have like thousands of emails fussing up to the shit um but they call it pizza gate pizza uh that we're like talking crazy when they're the ones doing this shit right uh they would drive me nuts that like uh people choose to ignore this um but anyway so he's still def- to this day he's defending himself against so-called accusation when there's voicemails when there's like all this shit right but when the the mainstream media gets a hold of the name pizza because it was the pizza place and the restaurant and uh and, and shit like uh they went to the pizza place it's clean, there's no kids in the basement or anything, but they made that shit to demonize the people. Like, no, pizza was just like a code word, and uh, something about it, that place was just like it's in Washington, D.C. area, but uh, it just to misdirect the public and say, oh, it's just uh, they were saying that there was like an operation of trafficking kids in a fucking pizza restaurant. No, bro, it was just a code um, to, to basically like uh, child molestation and shit. So anyways, moving on. Um, you understand this shit, people. Like, uh, Epstein, you know, the, like, okay, how does Epstein fit into Trump? Like, look at him. Epstein. You understand these scumbags? Like, they're so buddy-buddy, right? Um, they all know what's up, right? Uh, the famous uh, thing about the British MI6 or whatever uh, dude... And that they had that Trump supposedly likes women to pee on him and shit. Like, I don't know. 
they were trying to like the both sides play this dirty ass game like both sides accuse each other of like nasty shit and like um there's some truth to it in all the lies you know um but yeah as the Jeffrey Epstein case grows um DC braces for impact right all the way from Manhattan and all the way from all this shit you know he's even considering of putting up a hundred million dollar bail the scumbag right dozens of kids coming forward forward uh young girls like 28 of them at least um and this guy drops the dime on trump like the ultimate symbol of like fuck shit right uh so political connections explained there um so this is according to cnn right uh so jeffrey epstein uh he's really rich dude uh like stupid money right um, so let's just play the little clip, see what we could draw from there. What is that? Is I'm turn this down. Oh, this is dope. Sorry about it. It looks like a piece of candy. It's gorgeous. It's just really cute. Why is it doing this? It's not playing the thing. Oh, they forced you to watch that now? Alright then. Federal prosecutors have just unsealed an indictment against Jeffrey Epstein. Inside it, the alarming details of how the politically connected billionaire allegedly ran a sex trafficking ring. Epstein is accused of seeking out minors, paying cash to girls as young as 14 years old to have sex with him, and then paying them to recruit uh, other uh, girls. Uh, uh, let me pause this, Sherry. It's not as bad as what happens in the UK. You know, in the UK, it was like... Um, you know, it's satanic, but like, whatever. Next just... hour, these charges will be announced in public. A press conference will be held with prosecutors and the FBI. And then later this morning, Epstein will appear in court. Still unknown what this case could reveal about his political connections. Okay. And they include the <laughs> British royal. Okay, look, look, look at this shit. There's Epstein and Trump um, together in a the photo of the show. And the current one, President Trump, who once called Epstein, quote, a terrific guy. Let's talk about the powerful people in politics that mm-hmm. uh, were friends, are, were friends of Jeff. Okay, uh, let me just put that on hold. Breaking news, Iran, Iran seizes foreign oil tanker uh, straight of Hormuz. Now, if you, if you haven't been following this fuck shit, like uh, this, this, this brewing uh, conflict there, um, so it turns out that the British uh, forces uh, out off the Strait of Gibraltar, uh, over there in the Mediterranean, um, they seized an Iranian vessel, um, in the Mediterranean. So the British start well, not didn't start it, but they were saying that, um, that ship was bound for Syria and it was full of oil, okay, for the war effort there, um. So they prevented um sanctioned, you know, because that's sanctions, you know, like they're saying. Uh, we say it's illegal for them to do this, so we're gonna be within our rights to seize the ship. So Iran uh, says uh, it will retaliate, um, and this is after the oil tanker attacks. You know the, the I think they sinked. Uh, they've been like, like trying to blow up uh, boats and stuff and pipelines and and do all this kinds of shit, right? So Iran was already like, like, uh, using like special forces and shit like that, whatever, uh, and mines and stuff like that. So they're ratcheting up the pressure where they're seizing each other's, like, uh, vessels, you know, the oil tankers and blowing up oil tankers and blowing up, like, um, 
So, and this is after too, um, where uh, Iran, the Iranians shot down an American drone. Uh, everybody thought that was going to be fucked up situation. And it would have been had Trump uh, gone through uh, airstrikes, which they predicted would have killed 150 Iranians. And then so he called off uh, the jets. You know, literally they had already been in flight uh, within 10 minutes of airstrikes. And they called him off because they were, he felt that a casual count, like it was not appropriate or proportionate response. He said, if we kill 150 Iranians, you know, it would be a full-on warfare, you know, uh, from here to Lebanon, you know, whatever. Um, and, you know, and people don't know this. Um, Iran has Hezbollah cells here in America, like, all over the fucking place. They have training camps in Mexico and stuff. And um, in Colombia and Venezuela, you know, Hezbollah, you know, they're all over the fucking place. In Argentina, Brazil, like, Mexico, like, Guatemala, all these places, right? Um, so... They're waiting for the day. They can't wait to, like, like you know, let's sick the dogs, you know? So Iran is not in a play with. Like, they've been funding in the millions uh, to Hezbollah. Uh, they've been pouring fighters into Syria. Uh, they're getting stronger. They have, like, ballistic missiles. They control Lebanon, basically. Hezbollah is so powerful. They're, like, the south of the country is just fully militarized. Um, they have bunkers. They have, like... Uh, they fought uh, wars with Israel in the past where they held their own. And this is like a terrorist group holding their own against like a conventional army, you know, like kidnapping uh, Israeli soldiers and and withstanding like an assault, really an invasion of uh, Israel to southern Lebanon, which was repelled, you know. So uh, they have the capability of launching hundreds of missiles into uh, Israel and have in the past. So uh, it's fucked up, you know. So... And Russia's in there. Russia's in Syria, and Russia will get involved against war in Israel if shit if gets there. Trust me, Turkey's gonna get involved. America is already there and is involved. You know, like, like Turkey's already like attacking towns in northern Syria. Already, already doing all that shit. Uh, Israel for years been bombing like Damascus and shit. Um, just here and there, you know. And they have special forces, French special forces, British special forces coming in through Jordan. Uh, they have uh, Amer America like has soldiers, like two thousand thousands of soldiers training, uh the Kurds, and holding like, uh down the fucking oil refineries and shit like you know what I'm saying, uh, so, let's read on here. Let's see what's really the the details here. Um, uh, alleged ship was smuggling a million uh worth of fuel. So. Um, yeah, the Iranian military said in a statement Thursday the tanker was on its way to deliver smuggled fuel from the Iranian uh, former blah, 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 blah. So this is the elite military force, you know, saying like, hey, we will defend our waters, you know. Um, so we're waiting for a response from like the world powers, you know, like what the fuck's going on, you know. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, the British, you know, did seize Iranian tanker in, uh, in the Mediterranean. So this is retaliation for that confiscation um, and, and, and stuff like that. So there's, like, magnetic mines they were, like, putting in the... You know, this is a shipping lane. You know, Iraq, oil, Kuwaiti, oil, uh, Bahrain, gas, um, 
Qatari gas, you know, uh, goes through there, through Oman and Iran, and they're mining the fucking there. So that's why, like, it's fucked up, you know. Uh, oil's been spiking because of that, too. Um, so it's, it's, so, yeah, so that's another development. Um, let's just get away from that Trump shit, because now, you know, Trump's out, out there, and uh, he's doing rallies right now. Like, Trump is out there. Uh, he was in a rally earlier today, uh, earlier yesterday. And they're, like, saying, uh, center back, center back. They're, like, chanting center back, center back, referring to uh, Ignacio um, Cortez, you know, AOC, the congresswoman. Uh, they're saying that she's an illegal immigrant and that they got to send her back. And, and uh, so Trump is, like, you know, if he's not racist, then he, he racist motherfuckers like him, you know? If he's not racist, then he surrounds himself with criminals and racists, and, and he's just a dirty scumbag who surrounds himself with, like, uh, Paul Manafort, Jeffrey Epstein, Michael Cohen, you know, just the worst kind of humanity, you know? Uh, so if he's not a scumbag, then, you know, the people you hang with, you know, he's in the wrong crowd, you know? Meeting with Russians, uh, KGB agents, you know, uh, just... just <laughs> Just general fuck shit, you know, with uh, Trump. Um, and they're calling for his impeachment. But because you're going to summer recess, you know, nothing's going to get done. It's mostly like a symbolic gesture. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really um, unfortunate that this is the world, you know, state of warfare. Uh, but that's fine, you know. Um, it's been like this. You know, it's actually used to be worse. You know, people think that the modern world... You know, 2019 is, like, fucked, you know, but it's not. Compared to the Cold War, you know, where a billion people died, people don't know. Across the world, civil wars, like, at any point in time in the Cold War, there was, like, dozens of wars, the conflicts, civil wars. Um, like, look it up. Like, in, in between 1950 and nine ninety nine or 91, like, you know, basically, like, in 50-odd years of Cold War, like, just... Uh, terrible lost lives like, like, untold, untold, like, famine, just like, you know, some countries are still recovering from that Cold War period. Believe it or not, with their economies and stuff, like, for example, in Angola, you know, they're still like diffusing mines from the conflict there between the the Cuban backed, um, regimes, and the. the Western uh, rebels from South Africa, you know, because back then, you know, apartheid and all that. Um, and, and, and Bolivia and like any country, you name the country in the world and during the Cold War, there was assassinations, revolutions, just civil wars, dictatorship, disappeared tens of thousands of people, to, uh, just wholesale, like kidnappings by the regimes and torture, uh, just from Afghanistan to like, Libya to like any country, every country. Yemen was split in two for a while. Um, so Cold War was like, you know, uh, there's multiple times where they were close to like thermonuclear warfare, you know, like people don't know this, you know. Uh, in, in 1962, in, uh, in the 70s, in the 80s, when the Russians were actually ahead of America for a little bit, you know, with, with the capabilities and shit. And uh, just crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, so now people think that all these minor conflicts, you know, like 
Like, I'm one to believe that Africa was worse off then during the colonial period, during the uh, worse off uh, during the colonial and the post Cold War because then you had all these new governments. Uh, they had fought the war of the independence, now they're independent. They were just Liberia, Sierra Leone, uh, uh, Equatorial Guinea, like Angola. You could every country. They were just new, newly created countries. Uh, they had like the one way of doing things, you know, just oppression, just like who has the most like arms and stuff, you know. And, you know, it's unfortunate that the United States funded and armed both sides, you know, and especially in Central America, you know, the drug war was that about, you know, the drug war was about uh, making money, selling drugs, giving weapons to rebels, trying to overthrow governments, you know, in Chile, Argentina, supporting the dictators there, and just, they killed uh, Malcolm X, they killed... They killed uh get Che Guevara, you know, like like uh Allende, you know, like a president, sitting president of a country, you know, just who cares, you know, they just bombed this fucker, you know. That they bombed the palace. Uh man. Uh you know, so today, you know, today Turkey is switching alliances from like United States, uh to Russia. They're arming themselves with like Iranian I mean uh with Russian anti-aircraft uh, defense systems and yeah you know people don't know this that um, while the United States uh, when uh, our soldiers you know they were in Iraq you know a lot of people died uh, a lot of soldiers didn't come back the same that PTSD there there was like upwards of a hundred thousand injured uh, service members a hundred thousand like injured uh, Iraq war vets right a hundred thousand uh plus um not to mention they 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 were forcing kids to walk the roads for i d s you know they were massacring people in villages every time someone got killed in their squad, they went out and just started killing people, sniping people for fun, you know they were just the soldiers don't they don't know what to do it's a fucking war zone like they're saying that every motherfucker at a checkpoint might have a fucking bomb, you know, and they don't understand the language, so they say stop. And they don't understand, so they shoot up the car, you know. Many civilians died like this, you know, just misunderstandings, just uh, in the heat of the moment, like, uh, they're handing out, like, water bottles and candy, and then, like, next thing you know, just a shootout, you know. So, Iraq uh, was in the middle of a civil war, you know, uh, United States uh, had a people there, British had people there, in the middle of a civil war between the Shiites and Sunnis, uh, so hundreds of thousands of people died there. People were displaced. Millions of people were displaced. Um, so yeah, it, it was all bad. It was all bad. When you had uh, Al-Qaeda on the daily, Al-Qaeda uh, bombings on the daily, just the markets, the the mosque, you know, you're not safe anywhere in Iraq with the kidnappings and whatever. Um, just the, every alleyway was just p- piled up bodies, you know, really. The bloody Baghdad, they were something like fighting Fallujah, you know, uh, just entire cities were rebelling against Americans, um, you know, so they had that. Um, so after all that bloodshed in Iraq, guess what? All the oil, there was no pipeline built by Halliburton. There was no, like, the military contractors weren't selling Levi's. Uh, they didn't open up malls, you know, like they thought, you know, uh, they were thought they were going to be like America 2.0, you know, like democracy. We're going to have all this. 
bro, ISIS came out of that. There was no malls. There was no nothing. No, no, no. The lira, the dinar. I mean, the the Iraqi dinar did not show up a thousand percent, like they were saying. Um, so after all that, uh, guess who reaps the like the benefits? Iran beats uh reaps the benefits because now there's a Shiite government in Iraq, right? Um. Now that Iran has uh, militias, they have like armed groups um, uh, in Iraq calling shots, bro. The Mahdi army, right? Uh, uh, Al-Sadr, you know, uh, this motherfucker, you know? Um, wow. So there's a lot to be said when uh, America went through all this trouble uh, to get rid of Saddam and the insurgency, civil war, and the, 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 the ISIS taking over parts of Syria and uh, Iraq, you know, cities like with millions of people, right? At one point, there were like uh, 40 million people under ISIS rule and shit. Where they have still uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of worth of loot from the banks, from wherever, from their running a, a, a pseudo-fucking government for years. Um, so there's that. Sorry. Um, so the other winner in the Iraq war is China. All the oil is going to China. All the contracts are going to China. All the military equipment is coming from Russia. Like, any, everybody won but the people of Iraq. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so, yeah. So, what are we doing in Syria? Like, really, when the Turkish are, like, you know, took over the whole border areas, took over entire towns along the border, are funding the rebels against the Syria-Russia uh, offensive in Idlib province, you know, um, and, and it's crazy, and it's crazy, because when you tie in um, uh, uh, Lebanon, Iran, you know, the Saudi Arabia, Oman, Yemen, because, you know, the civil war in Yemen is funded by both sides, uh, American missiles to Saudi Arabia to bomb uh, Yemen, the, the Houthi pro, you know, the Shiite rebels there, and the Iranian uh, armored cars, and drones, like, um, so, they're just fueling the conflict, I mean, it's a famine going on in Yemen, it's worse than, like, it's like Somalia in the 90s, you know what I'm saying, like, it's just, like, death, and, like, they're, they're blocking ports, humanitarian aid is not going in, um, so, just think about whatever's going on, like, in your personal life, and just think, man, those people are just really dying, bro, like, just famine, you know, like, and like Sudan, they're getting like killed in the streets, you know, like uh so it's fucked fucked up. In Libya, you know, there's a an offensive going on there. You know, for a long time Libya has been ruled by warlords and shit, and now they have this general, uh uh the new Gaddafi, the new dictator there, uh trying to take over the capital. You know, he took a uh, took over most of the country, uh and now it's like uh surrounding uh the capital city Tripoli. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I think Sir is holding out, too, which is surprising. I mean. But, um, yeah. Like, um, so there's a few held out, uh, there. But Turkey says that if, uh, General Haftar, uh, takes over Tripoli, that they will go to war, basically. You know? Because, uh, they're saying that, uh, Turkish ships arming Tripoli, because they are supplying Tripoli, uh, with goods and weapons, so Libyan dictator or Libyan general 
I'm saying Turkish ships are open to like assault because it warned you, you know, like we warned you. And Russia's army Libyan general and the Turkish are on the opposing ends, right? So Turkey's in like a complicated place, you know, they're against Syria, but they're with Russia and Russia's with Syria. America's with Turkey because they're part of NATO, but they're buying uh, Russian made weapons and uh, and Turkey is against um uh general haftar you know but the russians are for general haftar <laughs> so you know in america is for the west uh western back tripoli um so that's libya for you know there's just like an offensive going on there already 10,000 people have died i believe since march 10,000 people you know dead it's just whatever uh ever since the french and uh italians and the british bombed uh, the infrastructure of Libya, you know, there's no clean water no more, there's no hotels, there's no, no uh, tourism, you know, like, think about it, when NATO conducts an operation, it's like Bosnia, right, we'll bomb every infrastructure, like, there's no communications, there's no utilities, there's denying every, like, road and bridge, right, um, it's like full-spectrum dominance warfare, um, so, you know, there's parts of uh, Bosnia and Croatia and shit like that and Serbia still reeling there's still like a frozen conflict there cause you know with Montenegro and Serbia and all that shit you know um, so there's still war criminals being con- convicted today to this day cause there's mass graves you know Bosnia in the, the late 90s was uh, a whole lot like a whole another situation like they were forced into action just because of all the killings um, the killing fields you know like uh, it was just so bad so the siege of Sarajevo you know like like so we have that um so but by today's standards you know you don't you don't want to be like in those times you don't you don't want to be in a 10-year civil war in Lebanon you know you don't want to be like anywhere you know over there (laughs) because civil wars back then used to last like in Guatemala they lasted like like 16 years in Guatemalan civil war um death squads and shit like that so you blame El Salvador, you blame Nicaragua, you name Honduras when there's like oppressive governments and civil wars and just people disappearing. And so there's no government, no institution, a lot of corruption, a lot of corruption. And the gangs take over the streets because America was deporting uh, them back as gang members, you know. So they're flooding El Salvador, uh, they're flooding Honduras with gang members from LA and all these other places, uh, they're going back to their home countries, they, they took over, like, the power vacuum, like, you know, uh, they just, like, there's hella weapons, what do you expect to happen when there's no institutions, they're, like, the country's destroyed, there's inflation, and you, you come back as a gang member to, like, this country, they took over, you know, they took over, uh, and then they come back to America, and they're saying, like, the MS-13, you know, like, all this stuff, uh, so Trump is forcing Mexico, you know, on the threat of, uh, like, uh, tariffs, you know, attacks, uh, on the threat of economic, uh, you know, sanctions, basically, like, if you don't do what we say, uh, the whole country of Mexico is just going to have a recession, because that's what it came to, you know, uh, Mexico's biggest trading partner is America, so Russia, when uh, Trump, sorry, when, tr- when Trump basically says to Mexico, we're going to tax you, like, like, 25 billion worth of taxes uh every month you don't 
uh, stop the inflow of uh, migrants from the southern Mexico. Uh, we're going to levy you a tax every month. You don't do that. Like, that's like economic terrorism, bro. When you tell a country, when, when Donald Trump, like, let's go, let's go back to basics. When Donald Trump got elected, the peso, like, the peso lost, like, 10% of value. Like, it went all the way to 20 pesos a dollar. Now it's, like, a little bit back. But overnight, it's just, like, devaluation of currency. Like, so Trump has an effect when he says, shit like, um, oh, uh, the capital of Israel is Jerusalem. And then Palestinians go to the streets and people die because, um... He said that because they're going to move the embassy and shit. And then uh, there's just like uh, Palestinians dying and shit uh, because the IDF, you know, opens up on them like they usually do, you know, like just billy clubs them, just tear gas them, just uh, live fire ammunition at them. Uh, and, and, and I think every Friday the Palestinians uh, try to storm the border fences and they get like like slaughtered, basically, like. Like you could look that let's look that up. Palestinians Palestine uh return they call it the Great Return, like return um let's see return to Oh I put Palestinian return. I, I want to know about casualties. Like, sorry, about casualties. The casualty count is horrendous, bro. Because Israel is illegally occupying. Like, this is the UN saying. They're illegal, legally occupying Palestinian territory and are building settlements and are treating, like, Palestinians like second-rate citizens. Like, just trash. You feel me? Like, you you guys watch these videos. Like the videos of of them denying uh the wounded, like treatment. Like you could look up like video after video of like soldiers or Israeli soldiers. Like there's a wounded uh person gunshot wound, right? And then people are trying to like pick them up and carry them to say like like safety. The the soldiers beat them back, and denying uh just letting them die basically. Like they want them to die of wounds. And, um, the, like, it was hard with breaking when I saw, like, that Israel is, like, um, uh, is taking organs, you know, the, they're in the organ trade trafficking, you know, the organ trade. Um, but yeah, this way Israeli soldiers just do, like, you know, they, uh, they, they, they're like, let us help this person, this person's not let us help them. And they just get head, like, you know, butted by the rifle, they get beat up. Uh, they pulled back and eventually they get to someone and, and they're still getting beat along the way for it, kicked and stuff. Um, and, and and you could think about a Palestinian, like a little kid, you know, like a little kid is not going to grow up to hate these people, you know? Like a little kid throwing rocks at a tank and then getting shot, like, you know? Because it happens, they throw rocks at tanks, like they're just so desperate, you know, like, um, if you look at the barriers, it's just like walled off cities, right? Like uh, checkpoints, like there's, like checkpoints every fucking block, like lines to get across, um, for miles. Um, there's building tunnels like to smuggle in basic needs from Egypt. Like just basic shit. 
uh, is denied to them. They're like living in a prison. Like Israel has a blockade, economic embargo um, around Gaza. And, um, and it's horrendous, bro. It's horrendous that um, these are kids, bro. Like they're, they're young population. They're young population. And there's an overcrowded, you know, when Israel goes to war with them, they bomb them like crazy. Like this densely populated area, they bomb them like they don't give a fuck, bro. Um, so hundreds kills in one year time. Hundreds killed, thousands wounded. Uh, the Great March of Return protest every Friday. You know, they're not giving up. They're not giving up at all. Um, so there you have it. There in Palestine. The occupied uh, territories there. The Gaza prison there. You know? um, it's unfortunate 